Welcome, everyone, to episode 17 of the Daddy Sharps Podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And this week, we're talking early lines for the Super Bowl, boys. And we're going to break down, looking back, to some interesting trends over the last 10 years. But before you pick a side, you're going to have to hear it. Yeah, I've read it, and you're going to want to hear it, definitely. (laughs) Then in our deep dive, we're going to take a look at early prop bets. And I have a few heavy leans, heavy leans that I've added in. And I know I'm already buying a few of them right now. And we need to look back at our best bets that won and those that didn't last week. First, though, as much as it kills us to do it, we need to recap our Daddy Sharp's rolling bet. So let's go ahead and start with that, John, and let's just get the worst news out of the way. Uh, so you'll remember the beginning of the playoffs. A buddy of ours handed us $100 to place a bet on anything we wanted. And if we won, he just said, roll it over to the next bet, whatever you think. So, so we did. And our first bet was great on the Jags to cover against the Chargers. That brilliant second half. That mm-hmm. was a winner. Boom. Next, we rolled out $190 that we had in our in our bank roll uh, to the, the Bengals to cover against the Bills. And that one, too. We're rolling, right? Rolling right to the Super Bowl. And last week, $370 rolled it onto the Bengals to cover against the Chiefs. And Ugh. the fun train came to a screeching halt. It derailed, and the bet died. Uh, so our buddy called us on Monday, said he was broke. But, hey, it was a good run. You can't win them all. Speaking of the Bengals... Another one where it's going to be painful. Let's recap our best bets from the conference championships. Oh, Luke, we went one in three on best bets last week. Thank God you had a winner. Let's just put it out there. Not a great weekend, but we're still 11 and six on best bets in the playoffs. It's been a great run. My first bet was the Bengals minus one, the phantom third down, the late hit out of bounds. Our data had the game right. It was going to be close, but the penalties and the turnovers, uh, it's just way too much to overcome. And my next best bet was taking the over 47 and a half. This one almost made it, but it missed in the end. Here are the turnovers. They really killed me on this one with Joe Burrows and his two interceptions. And then you got the feeling the over was dead when we saw all those field goals in the first quarter. That was that was a killer. That, that was a killer, absolutely. Uh, look, I had the Bengals at minus one and a half. I was right there with you. I was convinced. The data was convinced. I think the refs were not convinced. And I think that's part of home field advantage as, as well. I mean, let's be clear though that that hit against Mahomes at the end of the game that that was a late hit. You can't do that. It's yes. it's it's a rule. I mean, if he had not called it, then that would have kind of been a game changing non call, right? Right. It was accumulation in that third and nine play that happened twice. Um, but that trash talking before the game, Burrowhead, the mayor of Cincinnati talking about Mahomes needs a, a, to get a paternity test because Burrow is his daddy. What? <laughs> Just dumb. <laughs> that was that was major trash from a mayor. I haven't what? seen that before. Well, it just and they just they fired him up. They fired him <laughs> up. Yep. Yeah, Mahomes is really really good, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. Ugh. And finally, finally, let's talk the good news. It's our winner. That's John. right. Our baby. winner. I made the Eagles minus two a best bet. We won on that. Fly, Eagles. Fly. However, however, with a couple of our leans and prop bets, too, hey, we did just fine. You know, we're going to share more leans and prop bets this week and next week leading up to the Super Bowl. 
let's go ahead and move on. Let's move on from, from the negativity. What's done is done. Yes, and it was still a good playoff run. And we're going to continue right here. So we're going to go to our best bets for Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. We've already seen a five-point line swing for the game. A lot of market adjustments have been made. Kind of reminds me of the game last week. Start with the Chiefs favored by as much as two. Then the line moves to a pick em. Then the Eagles were favored by two. Then it goes down to one and a half. Now it's back to two and a half. The over-under started at 52, and that has also dropped almost three points. Now it's back up. So I know. Let's break That's it crazy. down, though. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. But let's break it down where we are right now. All right, here we go. Let's make it official. Chiefs and Eagles at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. The line right now is Eagles minus two. The over-under is 50 and a half. Weather, not a factor. Mm-hmm. John, I want you to start us off here because you have a great breakdown for us. I went, I went a little different. I looked at some different trends here. What? So all week we've been hearing strength versus strength in this matchup. And I went all out on the numbers. So you're going to have to stick with me on this math. Kansas City has the number one passing offense in terms of yardage. The Eagles have the number one passing defense in terms of yards allowed. So I went back and I looked at the last 10 Super Bowls to see if I could determine a trend when teams like this met. Well, wouldn't you know it? A game near and dear to the both of us. This happened once before in the last 10 years. The Seahawks' number one pass defense faced the Broncos' number one pass offense. Any idea what happened in that, Luke? You know, I can't remember. Oh, wait a minute. I do remember that. I do remember that game. That was the Seahawks. That's right. The Legion of Boom hammers the Broncos 43-8. to So defense does win championships. And we got that matchup this in this next Super Bowl. So I compared all the passing offenses and all the passing defenses in the last decade in the Super Bowl. Using some simple math I developed, I was able to find a trend that sticks out. So when teams like this meet, where the passing offense and the passing defense almost cancel each other out due to being rated so close, the offensive team has won the game three out of three times, 100% by a double-digit margin. Double digits. This has got to be great news for Kansas City, right? Yes. No. Maybe? No. No. A little closer look into this. Each one of those teams with the top passing offense had a top eight passing defense of their own. Kansas City this year, 20th ranked passing defense in terms of yards allowed. In the last 10 years, only one team has won the Super Bowl with a 20th or worse ranked passing defense. The New England Patriots against the L.A. Rams. And not the Rams you're thinking of. The Rams led by Goff, my friend. So (laughs) did you really need a pass defense against Goff? A 20th ranked pass defense has made it to the Super Bowl four times in the last decade. And they've gone one in three in that span. What my data is showing, based on the last 10 years of Super Bowls, the Eagles are going to win this game by double digits. And don't forget, the Eagles have a top 10 passing offense of their own to go with that great defense. Now, four number one passing defenses have made the Super Bowl. They are two and two. The losers being San Francisco to Kansas City and Seattle to New England. Two number one passing offenses have made the big game. They're 0-2. The 2020 Chiefs and uh, do I have to say it, Luke? You have to say it. Go ahead. Just get it out there. The Broncos who lost that Legion of Boom. That was a great team, by the way. <laughs> Probably so, the best defense ever in the NFL. It, it was. They shut, they shut up the number one offense. It was a great defense. 
A stat I brought up last week, the Chiefs have given up the most touchdowns through the air on the year, 33. That's more than the second-place teams, the Tennessee Titans and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are missing secondary players all year. This is arguably, going back the last five years, the worst secondary the Chiefs have fielded. They gave up an average of 26 touchdowns in the air the last five years, 33 this year. The Eagles rank in the bottom third of the league for touchdowns given up. So the Eagles are pretty darn good at covering great quarterbacks and great passing offenses. Now, Kansas City also boasts the eighth fewest rushing yards allowed this year. Sounds pretty good, right, Luke? Not bad. That sounds really good. Well, closer look at the numbers here shows no one's running on them. They don't even try. The Chiefs have seen the fourth fewest rushing attempts against them all year because that offense, you got to keep up so nobody's running against them. So... Now we're going to dive into the against the spread numbers. Philadelphia is seven and four against the spread when it's less than a touchdown. Kansas City, one and one against the spread when they're the underdog by less than a touchdown. And if this number flips, like I do think it's going to, Kansas City is three and four when they are favored by less than a touchdown. My data has this game as a cover of Philadelphia, four and one to cover at less than a field goal. And if Philadelphia swings to the underdog, I'm going to buy Philly up all over. And then one more piece of evidence, my friend. Do you remember the last time these two teams met? I, I don't, but I but I read about it just the other day. Yes. October of 2021. So just last year, they met. Mahomes had five touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. Huge amount of touchdowns. But there's a key difference in this game. Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, had 186 yards and three touchdowns in that game. On the Philly side... Devonta Smith had 122 yards and about 10 catches. Well, now we're getting a matchup where the cheetah is gone. Philadelphia has Smith going up against the number two corner and a huge upgrade at wide receiver one with AJ Brown. Luke, my best bet here, Philadelphia with the points. I got them at two and a half right now. I do think they're going to go to the underdog at some point, probably around media day. I'm buying them up again. I love Philadelphia. In this do you really here. think they're going to be the underdog again? I, I have this feeling. I think Kelsey's going to get in that media day. All the public's going to start buying them up because of something he said. And then we're going to see it briefly on that media day. I think media day is next Wednesday. So be ready to buy it in the next week. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with everything you said everything you said on beautiful. Paper. Oh, that you just knocked it out of the park. I mean, I don't know how you can g- go against all of that, especially when you it. consider golf was the one quarterback. The one time where a bad defense won. However, however, I'm just going to put this out there, and I'm not bursting your bubble, but I'm just oh. saying there is a data point that makes me take pause. Yes, that data point has a name, and his name yes. is Patrick Mahomes. Oh. I'm gonna call him a dream killer. So, Mahomes is is a player that that can't be measured on paper. I think he he improvises, right? He throws sidearm. He makes jump passes. He he made Marquez Valdez Scantling a superstar last week. Yeah, he did. With a high ankle sprain, he ran for a first down in the most crucial part of that game last week. And, and in fact, I got to be honest with you, and I'd love your honest answer to this because we haven't talked about this yet. You know, when Sky Moore re- made that return for the Bengals with 39 seconds left, he, he returned that punt for 29 yards. Ah, you know yes. what? I, I I knew deep down inside, I was like, oh, Mahomes is going to win this game. We were in trouble. Did you think that? Oh, yeah. We were in trouble. He crushes souls. John. Yes. That's what he does. Yes. 
But while he scares me, John, the Eagles are the better team in every other position, I think. They might be favored, but they'll play like a younger team that is hungry for this win. And then there's this. You told me something the last couple of weeks. And what's the answer to this question? What did you tell me about fairy tales? People die in fairy tales all the time. All the time. Mm. So here's your headline the next two weeks, right? The Chiefs are underdogs, and they're beating all the odds. They're coming from behind. Sprinkle in Mahomes' sprained ankle. Sprinkle in Andy Reid coaching against his old team. Mm. Sprinkle in the Kelsey brotherly rivalry. Yes. Sprinkle in the team's ability and Mahomes' ability to get the most out of the Valdez Scantlings of the world. But you know what, John? You know what? Tell These me. are the kinds of sprinkles that you used to get at Farrell's ice cream parlor after the <laughs> Staff, you know, lifted up your big Sunday on over their arms and ran around like crazy around the restaurant like a fire drill. Remember this? The siren was blaring and the lights were going and everyone stared at you and and you stared down at those colorful little sprinkles on your Sunday. And you know what? In the end, they tasted like crap. They were dry and they were bland. They were just stupid sprinkles. You're taking me back, baby. Taking me back. Sprinkles don't matter. <laughs> I'm making it a best bet right now. I like the Eagles all the way up to minus three. It is a yes. best bet for me at minus two and a half. Gosh, if we had the Eagles at plus two, we should have bought that so early. But it, and within minutes, it, it moved and it moved yep. them to a favorite. But what a no brainer to take that plus two and then the Chiefs to a plus five. What a point swing there. But I don't have it. You don't have it. Bottom line, I think is this is a close game. You get the Eagles as low as you can in case it moves down more, but I love those Eagles. All right, let's talk yes. over-under. 50 and a half. What are your thoughts on the over-under? Luke, I like the under in this game. I'm all over this bet. The under for Kansas City is 4-1 and one in the last five games. Philly has hit the under in the last four straight games. And Philly, we have talked about this, plays like a boa constrictor. They get to a lead and they play keep away, running the ball, milking the clock, and literally squeezing the life out of their opponents. Luke, your third quarter numbers, your first quarter numbers, your first half numbers, you've been hitting these all year on the Eagles. And the stats bear it out. The Eagles are ranked top five in scoring for first and second quarters. Third and fourth quarter, they fall all the way to 17th in the league. They are protecting leads, and I think that's going to help us hit the under. My best bet here, take the under 50 and a half. I love that, and that's kind of why I like Miles Sanders, and we'll get to that in a little bit as well. But, yeah, I loved the under at the opening line, which was higher than this, and then it dipped down. I was like, eh, I don't know. Our data kind of showed it was right there, and then it shot back up. I love the under at 50 and a half. Absolutely. 51 is 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 a key number. 49 is, 47 is as well, but uh, you know, I still love it. You could take it up to 51 if you wanted, but the data likes it right there. You could wait for Kansas City to hit two and a half or three and then tease with the under if you want. I think a lot of professional betters uh, hate that kind of teasing, though. That's, you know, that same <laughs> game kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, I'm making this one of my best bets as well, as well, the under. Time now for our deep dive, John. Oh, so it's the Super Bowl, baby, and there are going to be a ton of props. You can bet anything. You can bet Gatorade. You can bet coin flips. We're going to be doing a little deep dive here into the early props and leans. Maybe they're not the best bets yet, but you may want to start looking at them now. Get them early. 
yeah, I think some of these you want to get these these numbers really early in case they start shooting up, which way that you know, see which yep. way the betting's going. I have a couple of heavy leans that I want to talk about first that I think you should mull over. Uh Chiefs team total under 24. We're already looking at the under for the game. I hit this bet under 23 and a half points last week. The Chiefs have injuries at wide receiver. If those re- receivers cannot go, this is going to be a good bet, that under 24. That Eagles D is something else. I also love the Eagles minus 0.5 for the halftime spread. You said it. They've been killing it in the second quarter, in the first quarter, mostly the second. My book has this number at minus 115. I hit this bet last week, won a lot of money on that first head, uh, first half Eagles bet. The Eagles' second quarter scoring is solid, and it will be again against the Chiefs, is what I think. Heavy lean there. It's been one of your most profitable bets. Love that year. bet. They're the so Eagles good. in the first half. Huh? Yep. <laughs> all right. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about touchdown props and how I don't like them. <sighs> There's always a little change for everything. I love the A.J. Brown anytime touchdown plus 120 here. Plus 120? So here's, here's the deal. Kansas City tied for second and giving up touchdowns to wide receivers. 20 touchdowns on the year. Brown is ranked in the top 20 in the league for red zone targets. He's also number two in red zone target percentage in the league. What's that mean? When the Eagles get inside the 20, A.J. Brown sees 34% of the targets. Against this defense, I'm going to take a chance on a plus money bet that A.J. Brown gets into the end zone. Yeah, Plus, I think this is- he's been complaining a little bit, too. He wants the ball. I think they're going to shut him up here. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I think it's a really safe bet. Here's one that could be a stretch, but I don't know if you really kind of think of it. Jalen Hurts over 48 and a half yards rushing. Look, mm. this is it. This is the Super Bowl. There's no tomorrow. So if he's if he is injured more than we think and he's holding back, why is he going to hold back now? Three quarterbacks have hit the over, this over and these numbers against the Chiefs this season. Uh, several others have come really close. They're right in that neighborhood. Steve McNair holds the QB rushing record in the Super Bowl with 64 yards. I won't be surprised if Hertz breaks that record, which will make him, I think, the MVP of this game and, and they'll win. And here's what I mean. Like, even in the trash time, in the third quarter, protecting the lead, uh, you know, dropping back in coverage, Hertz springs one for 10 here, 15 here. Gets a first down. It adds up quickly. I'm telling you, that one could hit 48 and a half yards rushing. Good pull on Steve McNair. Very nice. And that's right in Hertz's range. Like he can actually get that. I yeah. like that, especially against this defense. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. We're we're betting football, not soccer here, but I'm going, I'm gonna bet on another foot, Luke. I'm going with another foot, my friend. Butker over one and a half field goals. The Chiefs have played a top 15 defense, which the Eagles are eight times this year. They have attempted more than one field goal six out of eight times. I'm just asking for Butker to make them, not miss it. You're going to get the volume. The Eagles allow 1.29 field goals per game. I'm going to take Butker over one and a half field goals, my friend. Yeah, I like that. You're not going to shut down the Chiefs totally. But but you are when they get close to that red zone, and that equals the Butker time. I, I like it. I like that. Yeah, a little kicker prop. Here's one I'm going against, really. Travis Kelsey, I'm going under 78 and a half yards receiving. I'm really oh, looking at this I one like hard. like it. Yeah, so I hit his over for the last three games in a row. Uh, Philly's D is going to be the best D that he's going to 
have faced in a long time. But then there's this. Uh, after last week's, last week's game, we all saw Kelsey kind of unleash his emotions on national TV when he was responding to all that Bengal trash talking and, and to the mayor. <laughs> he called, called the mayor a jabroni on the on the stand holding up that AFC championship trophy. Yes. But then later on in his street clothes, he was at the podium, a little calmer, he was subdued. And then he was asked about the Eagles, and he said this, that he's got nothing but respect for that team, that they were a great team and a great bunch of guys that right there doesn't sound like a fired up, confident oh. guy to me. Like yeah. they're the enemy. I like the under here. I think Kelsey has a not so great game under 78 and a half yards. That's where I am. I like it. I like it. It's a bold move and I like it. It is bold. So here's one. This is, this is purely a math bet here. So you kind of hinted at this earlier with the Hertz rushing yards. I like the prop hurts to win Super Bowl MVP plus 110. So you got to hear me out on this. It's a cheap way to get the favorite as a money line bet at plus money. In 56 Super Bowls, only eight times has the MVP been a non-quarterback. So if the Eagles are going to win, you got more than a big chance that it's going to be Hurts that's going to win the MVP. So if you bought the Eagles on the money line, it's minus 125. So the bet for $100 is going to net you plus 35 bucks if you just take Hurts to win the Super Bowl MVP. And it's virtually the same bet. So I it like is, that. It is, per the stats. That's a, that is a great bet. I love that bet. So you got to think gotta, of it you, as Hurts MVP is really Philadelphia money line. That's what you're betting. Yeah, they win. It's most likely going to be. I love that bet. Yes. Brilliant. We love Devonta Smith. I know we both do. I, I have him over 61 and a half receiving yards. He, he's going to pop this game. I'm telling you. I think Brown is going to have a great game. I think he's going to be a red zone target for sure. Uh, Smith, though, I, I just he's going to torch these Chiefs, especially that rookie secondary back there for long plays. I love the over on Devonta Smith there. Nice. One more that I had for you. And then I want to ask you about. Well, let me ask you about this first. Devonta Smith. Uh, receptions. I can't remember what it is right now. I think it's five and a half. I think it's yeah, five, five and, and a half, half receptions. What do you think about that? I'm thinking that he is a player that's just going to find, he's going to spark. And if you're covering Brown, he's going to, this kid's going to be open a lot. Talented yeah. player, really quick, fast. I was actually looking at that too. And I, I, it's funny that you brought up the yardage one. I was looking at the receptions one because I always like the receptions bets. Last, last year at this time in the game, in 2021, when they played the Chiefs, Smith had 10 catches against the number one yeah. corner for the Chiefs. Now he's going to be lined up against the number two corner. I think he's going to hit the over in that pretty easily. And he hits that over a lot during the season. His his number is usually around six or seven catches. So and in the playoffs, he's been a huge, huge target grab. So I think Smith's going to be over on the receptions. You're going to have to pay some, play some cover packages uh, or you're going to have to double team. One of them, and and uh, you get Goddard out there. It, I, look, he's going to end up one on one at certain times of the game, and they're going to capitalize on it. Yep. Here's one for you, Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, not he had a lot of carries. I think it was like more than ten carries. It might have been eleven carries last game uh-huh. um, against the the Bengals, and he he, he did not do well rushing. <laughs> uh, the over under for the Super Bowl is under fifty two and a half yards rushing. I, I think that's dead on. Uh, is Pacheco all of a sudden? He, last week's game was the was the first game where he had the most. He was the dominant back. 
in the game. And all of a sudden, he's going to take over in the Super Bowl as well. I think Philly's D is going to destroy all of Pacheco's hopes, and they will destroy all of his dreams <laughs> in this game. You know, he, oh, here it is. He, he had, I put this stat uh, in my notes right here. He had 26 yards on 10 carries against the Bengals. That's what it was. Um, he's, he's not going to rush for 53 against Philadelphia. He might get some dump down passes uh, because of that to compensate for that pass rush. You know, I think that's something that we should be looking at with these um, chiefs running backs as well. A couple screen plays here and there, probably pop Kelsey on some screens, but ugh, yeah, I, uh, that's all you're going to get. The Russian game. I think, I think it's going to be dead for the chiefs. Yeah. Thoughts. I like it. I like that a lot. You know, at, when I was talking to you about this prop, I actually was wondering because the the Eagles lead the league in turnovers. They get the most turnovers. That defense, well, second most. Uh, San Francisco's first. But uh, I was actually looking for the prop that Isaiah would fumble the ball. I can't find it yet. I think that could be a good one, too. Yeah, interesting. That he's going to lose a fumble. And I think yeah. this defense is going to be looking to strip this rookie in the yep. biggest moment in his NFL career so far. And when I find that, I'm going to take it. <laughs> That's a great bet. Yeah, that turnover differential is something else. They 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 force fumbles a lot. Yeah. And they did last week, and that was one of the differences. Yeah. Say what you will about the quarterback situation for the 49ers, but they, they had three fumble recoveries and forced fumbles against that team. Yep. All right, man. Let's recap our best bets for this week in the Super Bowl. So far, we've got uh, th- well, you can call, count them four, I guess. Two from you, two from you. They're the same bet, but yes. um, we're going to have more next week. But what do we have this week? We both like Philly with the points. I got them at two and a half. I think we're going to be using them as a best bet next week, too, when they drop. My prediction. <laughs> and uh, we also like the under. We like the under 50 and a half right now. Yeah, that's right. I have the same bets. Eagles minus two. I don't you think the line could move a lot? I don't know. Maybe it could. I think it could actually go down to two. But I, I do think you're right that uh, Eagles money or excuse me, Chiefs money will be coming in as we get closer to game time. And uh, yeah, that's where the swing could be. Absolutely. You're probably right. You're probably right. So uh, when it when it does, we'll buy that up again. <laughs> all right. Travis Kelsey is going to say something on Wednesday. We all know it's going to happen. I don't know. Let's let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so before we end, when the NFL season officially ends, that does not mean that the Daddy Sharp season is going to end. We're going to be back the very next week with our best bets on. Let's get ready to rumble the UFC, the ultimate fighting championship. Yeah, I love it. We're not going away at any time this season, folks. John, I've never seen anyone bet better than you at UFC. I've never seen anyone break it down better than you. So I can't wait to ride your coattails on that. (laughs) But we also, we're going to have you all covered during March Madness as well, from start to finish during the big tourney. That's your baby right there. Oh, I cannot wait for the tourney. And then get ready to pour yourself a glass of mint julep because we're breaking down the fastest two minutes in sports, the Kentucky Derby. We're going to have all that for you after the Super Bowl. But again, we're back next week with more Super Bowl picks right before the big game. I like Unfortunately, it. though, for this week, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast. Remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the best bets that we share and the bets that we make, it's its all based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. 
But first, John, who is your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, everyone.